Oi, oi. Wait. Here we are. Yes. Again. Yet again. Episode 14. Come on. Oh, listen. You, you know what's keep... mad, yeah? Obviously, today is our, like, this is the first time that we've recorded two episodes, like, back to back. Yeah. So it's. My mouth is dry. Like, yeah. <laughs> my jaw my, my my hurts from the, the headphone and everything. Trust like, everything me. It's all a lot, but. There's only so much water in flipping Lucas in. <laughs> you know what I mean? Drink, but I, 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 I mean? like it. I feel like this could be a new thing to just continue. Yeah, man. I feel like it makes sense. We save, save, save ourselves some time, time as well. Man. Yeah, man. Listen, I'm a busy person, you know. You are too. I, you know what I mean? I feel what? like. Why didn't we think of this earlier? <laughs> <laughs> no, man. It only makes sense still. But yeah, man. Come on. Look at us again, bringing you yet another amazing episode. Um, and yeah, this is definitely something that we're all going to be able to relate to. Literally, like all of us. Yeah, man. Okay, because not to be funny, without family, where would we be? Where would we be? So that's exactly what we're going to be speaking about today. We're going to be speaking about families. Um, you know how our families have an impact on our mental health. Mm. Um, and you know. Basically, it's a thing where we all come from different backgrounds and we all got different upbringings at the end of the day. And you know what? It's just, I think it's, it's something that would be really interesting to kind of well, discuss because, I mean, listen, there's so much factors that can, that can like, you know, trigger certain things when it comes to um, family and how we are with our families and yeah. so forth. Do you get what I mean? And what no, I hear you. So yeah, man. Family comes from the home, yeah. So, you know, <sighs> listen, we had to speak about the unspoken. So here we are. Boom. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah, before we dive into all of that, though, but how are you, though? I feel like let the podcasters know like how we've actually been. That's actually true, you know, still. Days. I feel like the past couple episodes, we've just been going straight into our stuff. No, like, it's true. Um, yeah, man, how, how's the past couple of weeks been, been treating you? Yeah, man. Um, fam, I've been all right, you know. I've actually been good. Do you know what? I'm not going to lie. Again, like, this whole quarantine thing, I swear, like... Um, I've definitely made good use of it. Mm. Definitely, hundred percent, made good use of out of it. Do you got know I me? Mean? Do you feel like are you low key? Do you like the fact that everything's like easing up now? Oh, one hundred percent. Um, obviously, I do believe we're never gonna get back to normal. Okay? No, normal definitely doesn't exist. Do you got know I me? Mean? <laughs> like, right? that's a fact. It's However, exactly. I think one thing I've learned about this quarantine is that I just need to learn to adapt. And do you know what? Whatever mm. is changing, I'm just gonna have to adapt to it. You get me? Yeah. You know? Um, so yeah, um, these past couple of weeks, I swear, like it's it's actually been amazing. Like I've been using my head so much recently, and that's so much different ideas that I want to do for myself. And mm. I've just been thinking and you know, I've started, do you get what I mean? Um, I've started looking into certain things that I want to do for myself, which I'm going to keep in the low until further notice. <laughs> but um, yeah, like it's actually been lit. I'm so happy that I've been able to adopt this mindset and, you know, mm. start thinking about certain things I can start doing and yeah, just kind of create my foundation from now because now is the present and it gets me. So, yeah, man, you know, but I've been, I've been blessed, man. I've been all good. All types of good. But yeah, my bro, what's good? What's going on with you, boy? Yeah, man, as always, I've just been, I've been in a positive place, as always. Um, I feel like now that school is, end of term is, is end of term now, isn't it? So yeah, oh yeah, for I'm off, real. I'm off pretty much off work, so I've got time to myself now to just do me. And yeah, I, man. I literally have my self-entitled time. Um, but at the same time, I feel like it's also a period for me to just be more focused on, on a few things. But at the same time, I feel like I need to just give myself, cut myself some slack for, to some degree when... You know when you're just always doing stuff that sometimes it's okay to have a little break. Yeah. Um, but what I don't want to do is keep telling myself it's okay to have a break and then that means that I'm not working to my full potential when I should yeah. be. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Um, and I don't feel like 
I feel like I can utilize on time to chill another time. There's always gonna be time to chill within the yeah, next six weeks. I'm gonna have plenty of time to do that. That's true. Um, but I need to kinda of, I actually wanna plan out how I'm gonna set out the next couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, other than that, recently I've also recently decided that I wanna actually start going into like studying about astrology. Oh, yeah. bro. I feel like astro- I feel like it has a there's an underlying connection I have with it that I never knew was there until I started wow. just watching stuff. I just I'm just so intrigued about it because I feel like I just feel like there's more to it than you know, uh, because you're born at this period of time, that's just your star sign. I get you. I don't know. I feel like I there's more you. to it. And I feel like, what does a star sign mean? Yeah. What does it stem from? What does it mean? Like, because I feel like when you're born and the time of your birth, your birth, sorry, and um, and the season of when you're born has a lot of meaning. It really yeah. has a lot of meaning when you, like, if you dig into it and look into it, there's a lot of meaning as to why we're here. Um, and I feel like astrology in some aspects scientifically anyway like I said to some aspects kind of does identify that for ourselves okay and I'm just gonna I'm gonna get into it and learn a bit of stuff and I'll share some gems with you like once Listen, I get there I'm here for it bro <laughs> my bro you know this already I was gonna say yeah right just as you obviously um touched on that subject yeah <laughs> this is obviously something that's obviously been going on in the news but um did you hear about that new star sign I can't yeah. even know how to. I don't even know how to. Um, I don't. I don't know how to pronounce. Either. I don't know how to pronounce it, it either. Is yeah. Oh, and the other letters after yeah. that. Um, <laughs> but um, sorry, but I'm a Pisces through thick and thin. I'm like telling me I'm an Aquarius. I mean, do you know what it is like? Yeah. Yeah. It's not. It's not something I believe in, but it's just obviously because I'm born in with that time. Like mm. I. Yeah, I think certain characteristics I feel like definitely have traits of. Do you mm. know what I mean? Um, but. Yeah, I'm sorry, I'm not an, I'm not an Aquarius. Yeah. Sorry to let you know, a Pisces traffic and thin, and I don't have a tattoo on my star sign on my arm for no reason. <laughs> Just let you that know. That would be a matter. Just letting you know. <laughs> but no, I don't. I, I don't feel like um, this new thing, this new star sign exists. Yeah. As much as I know, galaxies and stuff it changes, and the constellations, all this stuff, all changes and maneuvers or adapts over time. But I don't feel like you can just tell me that. No, I don't believe it. Obviously, I guess I need to do my research into it, but mm-hmm. no. Yeah. No, I don't feel like you can just come and tell me it's it's there. Or yeah, there's, there's, no, a, there's real, a new star sign all of a sudden, like or yeah. it's been hidden and oh back in the day they never realized it. But no, don't try and tell me your your technology was better than my ancestors because my ancestors were playing all up in the um astrology and field. So well, yeah, I, I know that for free. So no. Say no more. <laughs> I don't believe that. that. Looking forward to that topic, boy. Yeah, like Why I said, I've got more more research to do and now I'll start dropping some gems. Say no more. <laughs> we hear for it, we hear for it, you know. But yeah, man. So, now at least we know that the people in us are good and whatnot. Um, yeah. Fam, let's get straight into this, y'all. Family. So, Miles, let me ask you a question, yeah? Mm-hmm. What does family mean to you? Okay, so I, for me, um, I feel like family is more, it's, it's having a sense of belonging. Um, a place where you develop your your life skills to an extent um, a place where you kind of develop your your morals and values as a person and your outlook on life kind of stems from your family um and i guess it's also it's, it's your it's your next of kin it's your it's, it's part of your family you know what i mean it's you they are you they're all you like you're all one you know what i mean there is unity amongst the family um but at the same time i feel like family are also people who you can not necessarily related by blood I feel like it's people that through life experiences and situations can become like family members to you. Like mm-hmm. a lot of my close friends, I will consider them as family to me. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and those are people that I, be, I I know I've been able to pick and choose to be 
close friends that are now considered family. Um, but again, I feel like it also depends because at, at some at some aspects you can't fully just always go with the things that you've been taught through your family, I guess, in some aspects. Oh, yeah, because definitely. I feel like people always tell you and teach you what they feel like is best for you. Um, and no one really knows what's best for you and, except you. Um, yeah. And I guess until you get through that life experience and you get there, you won't really... Like, being told what to do kind of sometimes alters your experience for you or makes it for you rather than you just experiencing it and not mm-hmm. being aware of certain stuff, so yeah, to say. Yeah. Um, for example, I guess even with like religion, I guess some people are just, were literally born into religions and that's based off their families and their morals yeah. and their values. Mm-hmm. Um, and for some people, they, from that, from, from being able to embrace their religion, they do things differently. They probably don't have certain life experiences that others will have because of their restrictions or because of what is deemed as good or the right thing to do in their religion. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Um, whereas someone who probably isn't as religious and is probably more of a spiritual person might be seen as living life to the fullest because they feel like they're in touch with their higher sense of being or whatever it is, you know what I mean? So, and they will have a different life experience to someone who is a religious person. Um, and again, that stems from family. But even then, it might not even be family. You might have come from a religious background and then in life, after a couple of years, you start to just grow into a spiritual being or you start to go into another religion or you dive into something else. And again, like I said, that comes from your life experiences. Yeah, for us, Which for is obviously an individual thing, but nine times out of 10, if your family is like a Christian or Muslim family, you're going to grow up and become the, of the same faith yeah. and religion. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, because that's obviously... You're choosing to obviously um, follow those same morals mm. and so forth. Do you get what I mean? So mm. yeah, I know I totally got you're coming from with that still. So yeah, in a, in a way, fam- family practically gives you your your basic foundations of life to yeah. some degree. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Some of, some of it is just through personal experiences, like going from play school, nursery, like all these experiences, people you meet that build you up as well. But ultimately, it's from your family. Yeah. No, hundred percent. You basically said everything I wanted to say. <laughs> I swear down. Literally the, the, it's jokes. But no, like I fully hundred percent agree with you on that, man. Um family for me, what does family mean to me? So family means unity. Family means growth. Family means love. Um family is literally you know, like you said, you're a part of a tribe. Do you get what I mean? Yeah, you're literally. literally born into. Do you get what I mean? Your own little tribe, you know, your own little you, like piece of unity. Do you get what I mean? That you can share with people that you, um, you know, that you've grown up with, mm. if that makes sense. Do you get what I mean? You know? Um, yeah, man. I really feel like family is very important because this is where you come from. This is where you get to understand, you know, social skills. Like you said, you get to understand how to understand each other you like as children like you play with each other and everything like mm. that you get what I mean whilst the parents are obviously like minding you and you know managing you in a sense you got coming mm. from and I'm um, looking after you you know they're also growing and all of that as well you get me so you know I think family is just a place where um it's unity where you can obviously learn how to grow and obviously acquire the basic life skills mm. you got coming from um but no I mean obviously I guess that's that's our meaning of family. And I guess everyone yeah. else obviously has their own interpretation of what family is. But I mean, as much as we obviously would like for it to all like sound positive, and I mean, let's be real, we obviously know that there's obviously some negative that things that come like, you know, along with family as well. Mm. Do you get what I mean? Um, even yeah. sometimes the, the the concept of family isn't even familiar to everyone. Yeah, it's true. Some it's people true. like to believe that 
well, I mean, I guess obviously through genes and genetics and scientifically, like if you're if someone gives birth to you, like that's that is your family. That's not yeah. part of that lineage of you. Yeah. Know what I mean, but ultimately, like you are on your own, so to say. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I feel like when it comes to family and um, making choices and decisions on moving forward, I feel like you get to a point where you start to just tap into other things based off your experiences and not just from your lineage. You know, yeah. what I mean? the yeah. two collide, then it makes sense and mm-hmm. it makes you a person. But moving forward, the life experience is what kind of molds you more so. 100%. Because from your family, there's only so much to an, to an extent they can be, you they can, can teach you. you yeah, can learn exactly. exactly. Um, sometimes because of their views, your your knowledge and information can be restricted yeah. to some Yeah, 100%, some 100%. Degree, 100%, yeah. You know what I mean? Because um, not to be funny, like, just an example, like, you know, your parents might want to protect you from a certain particular Saturn that's happening out there. Do you get what I mean? Mm. So that's their job as parents to obviously protect you, but at the same time, you're not going to know that until you face the world and you experience mm. it yourself kind of thing. Because, exactly. you know, we can, we, we can only listen to so much, but at the same time... Um, you really need to know what going for yourself. Do you know yeah. what I mean? So as well as obviously you being a part of a family, you also need to see yourself as an individual at the same time yeah. as well. Do you know what I mean? You know? And as well as that, I feel like there's, I feel like I haven't been able to possibly, I haven't really experienced it much for me, but I know that for a lot of people in their families, like you always have that or that few bunch of just, it's just toxic family members. Oh gosh. You know what I mean? And I yeah. no, I don't feel like I've personally been able to experience it. Okay. Oh yeah, because am I correct in saying your family's quite small, right? I feel like my family's quite spread out. Spread so out. Okay, gotcha. My immediate family is not that large. Mm-hmm. There's four siblings, you know what I mean? Like extended kids like my niece and nephew yeah. and stuff. But um it's it's not a massive family. Yeah. But obviously in regards to like my cousins and everything, my aunts and uncles, like my family's spread out. There's we're okay. all over in Sweden and then America mm-hmm. and then in Ghana. So it's just everywhere, random places. Mm-hmm. Um and even in that I feel like sometimes that kind of breaks the dysfunction of how the real model of the family is because mm-hmm. we all learn things differently we all do yeah. things differently I don't know it's, it's weird but yeah how how would you say like how is your family how would you say your relationship is with your family um, exactly um, yeah I feel like with some there's some family members that are like as in that are not my immediate family members that I live with that I have good relationships with um, so like last year I went to go and see um, my aunt and my cousins in Dallas, yeah, and that was and that was that was a good experience as well because that was my cousin. I've never seen her, (laughs) you know what I mean? Yeah, it's like at the time I was what twenty three, so I was like, how can I have not I've never seen my cousins before? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Um, But obviously, just a few of my cousins around Europe um, that I'm really familiar with and close to that I've I've remember them from growing up from younger Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. being around them and being at family functions and stuff Mm -hmm. and just you know having that family unity with them like from younger times. But I feel like my main, the main, the main bit of my family, obviously in Ghana, like I haven't been back to Ghana since I was five. <laughs> so, right, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I, it's been a while. It's honestly been a while. So, you're going to make it happen anyway. So, yeah, I, I was initially planning on going this year, uh, the summer, but uh, it's looking a bit mad with all this um, well, yeah, corona me. nonsense. So, but I'm definitely, definitely going to be going next year at some stage. Probably not December, but at some stage. Okay. Um, cool. But yeah, and I feel like, I feel like I really want to go back just to, necessarily find the roots of my family in a yeah. way like because there's people there like but they're not gonna recognize me they're gonna see me oh mouse you've grown up fine boy like come and give me this money you know what i mean like when you go yeah. back home like, and they see you know how time has grown they're like oh you, you know what i mean like come finance all of this stuff for yeah. us and they just automatically assume i feel like they automatically assume that because you're in london or because you're here working 
you're good. Like, oh gosh, listen, you know what I mean? I feel you, like that is another discussion. I feel like that's everyone from abroad, like, but it's like it's jarring. Like it's like. Brother, yeah, like Listen, living in London is not that much of a luxury. Me, I, I get Gucci, it in the sense that Gucci. it's the Western world yeah. and the stuff around us, but it's not that luxury. You know what I mean? Like people, I mean, not me particularly, but some are literally paying from paycheck to paycheck, surviving. Like, yes, yeah, you know what I mean? It's like it's, it's a literally a doggy dog world out here. Like having your own property of your own, you gotta you gotta have some stacks, like yeah, to own a property, yeah, alone to even renting one is 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 even not even worth it nowadays. Mm-hmm, so. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? No, I fool you, man. It's it's mad still, but you know, I mean, eventually though. Yeah, yeah. You know I, I feel like that's the cultural differences as well, and that's the thing I'm saying about families from different places learning different things. You know what I mean? We're gonna get into that. Trust you know what I mean? I'm ready for that one, boy. For real, for real. What I was gonna ask was in terms of like your immediate family, so like your, yeah. your mom, your dad, your brother, your brother, your, mm. um, your sisters, and so forth. How would you say that your relationship is everybody in the household basically? I feel like I feel like we we get along well. I feel like we get along well. I feel like we get along well. As all families, we all have disagreements at some stages. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like ultimately, me and my siblings, we get on well. My parents, I feel like if I have things that I want to speak to them about, I can. I won't feel no way about it. Um, I guess it's not... In my head, I guess, of what I would classify like a wholesome family as wouldn't be how my family are. Mm-hmm. In Just based off like, the whole concept of like having family dinners and doing all of this togetherness stuff. Like yeah. we well, we do stuff, but not like that. You know oh, what I mean? Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. so, but we, we do speak, but I feel like there's communication in the house to an extent. That's cool. Like, that's cool. I don't know. I feel like, with, I feel like with me and my little sister, like it's funny. If we, <laughs> she reminds me a lot of myself. She's really, she's really just, it's a laid back, chilled, funny, but she recognises a lot of stuff that people do in the house. Got you. Oh, you know okay. I mean? she's, like, <laughs> so she's, she's one of the people that like, when things happen in the house, like I'll go tell, she'll come to me and we'll just debate about it. Yeah, we'll okay, speak okay. about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, same with my brother sometimes. If whatever's happened in the house, we're able to have conversations about stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, And that's one thing. I feel like I'm, I'm able to have conversations with my siblings. Got you. And my parents as well. Like, even, it's funny, even like what, um, it was about two, two weeks ago, a week and a half ago, um, I was I was chilling. I was chatting to my dad and my little sister, and I was just picking his brains. I was just like, "So, like, dad, like, so why ain't you like told us much about yourself from like, you know, from from childhood and stuff?" Like, I it was just a random question. Yeah. But I just feel like when you Oxygen, speak, you never it. know. Like, That's you know what dad, I mean? Yeah. yeah. Like, um, but like, yeah, like he just went on, and then you know, what I mean, he was like, he he doesn't he doesn't like to speak about it because it wasn't as wholesome as we would have imagined it to be for him. Mm-hmm. Um, so obviously when we went into deep conversation of that, it put it slapped me into reality. I was like, oh shit, like, you know, obviously we know our parents have gone through stuff to get to where they are, but when you when you have certain conversations, you're like, oh rah, like it really kind of changes your yeah. whole perception of how how you had yeah. things in your mind. And it makes sense yeah. to, to, at a certain degree as well. It does, yeah. like, um, but it also makes me realise that a lot of parents have this, this image of, being strong for their family and stuff yeah. and not speaking about yeah. stuff that they've gone through and stuff mm-hmm. that may in some aspects negatively trickle down because it might reinforce that if you're going through stuff you shouldn't speak about it and yeah. it might make you feel like you should just keep it to yourself yeah. in, some, in some instances I guess depending on your environment mm-hmm. um, but it just changed, your, it changed my perspective on on how my dad is and as a person in general yeah. like that, and that small conversation and you know what I mean like I said I'm 25 now and I've only now been able to have these kind of conversations to have an insight into my yeah. life you know what I mean um, but I feel like it's positive 
yeah. to have these conversations and it's nurturing in a way because it's like I can, from the information, I carry myself a different way as well. I learn stuff from it. No, that's, um, good. that's good. And I guess the fact that we're able to even have these conversations is, a, is, is good in its own. It's a big thing. Because again, like I, I wouldn't have been able to imagine us having these conversations about a couple of years ago. A couple ago. years, yeah, no, exactly that. I think, do you know what is, when you're at a level where you obviously kind of deep life and deep like the energy um around you and everything like mm. that it only gets you to ask questions if that makes sense yeah. you know what i mean it only yeah. gets you questioning shit so do you know what the fact that you're able to even like you know have a reasoning with your dad and so forth understand more i think that's very important mm. 150 million trillion percent levels and not to be funny not a lot of people have these kind of conversations with their parents, okay, mm. right? And don't get me wrong, okay? I understand sometimes it can be down to the actual individual or it could be down to the parents themselves. Maybe the parents are still trying to protect you from certain things that are there. But, mm. you know, that's just an example. But, like, you know, um, I think it's important to be open. Your parents they, like, your parents need to obviously understand that you are obviously growing up as well. Do you get yeah. what I mean? Think of it. Well, as we're growing up, parents, our parents are growing up too. You know where I'm coming mm. from, Right. Um, even for my family as well, like at this age, I I get them. Yeah. I get them. I didn't understand my family before. Um and that. Um, what I was also gonna say as well, I mean, obviously I know that your parents are still together, mm. right? So obviously my parents, they broke up when I was oh gosh, I can't even remember. Probably about primary school, I think, something like that in years. Um, but do you know what? I I know I have a better relationship with my um, family because I understand them a lot more. Mm. It has, um, it has obviously we had our times and so forth. And do you know, is I come from a big family as well. Yeah, and let's you not forget. Really listen, <laughs> I even keep up here, for real. Um, my mum was a foster carer as well, so um, she fostered and adopted. Um, I've got five additional um, siblings. Um, I've got two sisters and I've got three other brothers. So, yeah. And I remember going to lie to you, like, without them, my family would not be the same. Like, literally, mm. it's like they were needed to be a part of us. Like, like, yeah. You know, things just happen. Do you know mm. what I mean? You know, like that. Um, so, obviously, and that's not just why I come from a big family. Like, I mean, that's just my immediate family. And then, like, before that, like, with my aunties, my uncles and all of that kind of something there. Especially, you know, my mum's... I mean, my family's um, big on both sides. I'm probably more closer to to my dad's side than my mum's side because I feel like I can reason with them a bit more. Do you get where mm. I'm coming from? Um, but yeah, do you know it's, it's again, it's taken me a little while for me to get why certain people are the way they are because again, like we were saying, I feel like I've obviously gone through life experiences for me to understand, okay, cool, well, this is why this one's like that and that's why mm. he's like that or she's like that. Do you get where I'm coming mm. from? You know, so I've been able to obviously put two and two together and kind of make a... Um, decision for myself to be like, do you know what? Yeah, if such and this, if this, if so and so is this way, then you know, because okay, so I'm as an example, you might have you know arguments or whatever's with your siblings and so forth. Do you get what I mean? And it's like it's just always arguing. Do you get what I mean? Mm-hmm. But it's never like sometimes if if, like, if you're arguing with your siblings a lot, sometimes you have to really just deep. Do you know what? Yeah, this whole argument business is it really working? Because sometimes you just have to accept people for who they are and what they are. Sometimes, yeah, they do need to get called out for certain things that they do. And they've done something really bad or whatever. Mm. Do you get I me? Mean? And hence why you're having an argument, whatever. But you just have to have you just have to be open and understanding, man. That's literally it. I said that when it comes to family, you need to definitely like understand them. Because if you're not gonna understand the siblings or the people that you live with, or the people that are supposed to be a family, then there's no point. Yeah, you know, you're, I mean? always, you're always, you're always, you're always going to be knocking heads and there's always going to yeah. be a confrontation and 
kind of conflict and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, exactly that. Right. So, you know, you definitely need to understand like who that and do you know is even if you don't have a good relationship with your siblings or your family, whatever like that, just the knowledge of knowing exactly how they are, mm. right? That's all you need to know. And I feel okay. like it's like it's kind of important as well to know how to react to family. Yes. Because I feel like sometimes um, when it comes to a negative situation and we react negatively and put a lot of negative energy into it, it's never going to come with a positive outcome. Yeah. Um, and I feel like sometimes one of the, probably one of the worst things is having, having to have an uncomfortable conversation with family based off an experience or a situation. I feel like it's kind of, it's probably an awkward situation. I don't know, like, because some people obviously don't like to take accountability and responsibility for yep. their actions or things that they mm-hmm. say and do. Um, and I feel like a lot of times in family, especially when someone's older than you, they always try and use the age thing as if like, oh, because I'm older than you, I know more than you. And I'm like, um, Yo, no. Yes, <laughs> I think remember, um, maturity is basically the new age. I'm sorry. Like, right? You know what I mean? Like, do you I'm coming from? You, you can't, just because you're older than someone doesn't mean you necessarily have, you're, you're qualified to just this know is more it. than someone else. You know what this I mean? This is it. And it's not a thing, it's not to say that I'm disobedient, but, you're not going to try and tell me the sky is purple when I can see it's blue. Yeah. You know what I mean? Exactly that. Because everyone's different, yo. Exactly that. Everyone's different. Um, So I feel like, yeah, again, when you run reacting to family, I feel like I take a step back now. I don't, I'm not always so impulsive. I'm not always so aggressive sometimes with it. But I try and just, like you said, understand each other more often in order for us to get to a place of Mm -hmm. cohesion and togetherness. Mm -hmm. No, exactly that, man. It's the thing where that's literally where it all stems from. Mm. You get me? That's where it all stems from. I think, as well as, obviously, understanding your siblings or your family members, you need to, that's how you learn about them as mm. well, okay? Um, do you um, do you feel, do you feel like you knew, mu- you knew much about your siblings, like, or, like, as in, when you look back, like, when you was in the house, family house together, like, yeah. do, you, do you feel like you had, like, a, a brother, brotherly, sisterly relationship or do you feel like it got worse or got better over time? Okay, cool. Right. So, um, I'm a middle child mm. and there's, including me, there's nine of us. Okay? I've got two other brothers. Uh, I know, in it? Literally. <laughs> it's better, you know. Hold on one second. I even know this car. Hold on. Yeah, there's nine of us. Yeah. <laughs> there's actually nine of us. Um, so, I've got two other brothers. I'm the third eldest and then rest obviously mm. follow behind in it um so there's a big age gap well, I wouldn't say big but there's a there is an age gap between myself and my two other brothers one's 16 years older than me and one's 14 years older than me um they're currently in their 40s now and i'm 27 um so basically i have more of a relationship with my second oldest brother than the first one um i did feel that from a young age anyways and um yeah it's always been like that mm. still is like that you get me um i've noticed the efforts and the interactions that my second oldest brother has with me um than my first one you got coming from mm. so um and it's actually quite funny because yeah um i like the fact that my second oldest brother i'm never gonna lie to you like i know it's gonna sound a bit mad not even mad because obviously this is this is my experience I kind of see like my second oldest brother is kind of like like a father figure, mm. right? Um, there's a lot of things that he's taught me, which I would have liked my dad to have taught me. But at the same time, I mean, I've got my own relationship with my dad anyways. He's still there mm. and everything like that. But I guess, again, I, 
as you know, my dad's a Jehovah in it. <laughs> you don't really like take yeah. life too too seriously or whatever. Do you get what I mean? But my brother, like, he definitely like made effort to make sure that I was okay and then I was on the right path, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Whereas my first, when it was the, the older one, yeah, he hasn't really made an effort to be fair, and that's fine. I don't really mind that because he hasn't really been in my life like that mm. too too tough. You get me? Up until maybe about two years ago, and to be honest, I mean, as you know, most of my friends know, we unfortunately we don't get along. Um, yeah. What I've obviously come to realize is that um, I really feel like he is going through it. If I'm going to be honest mm. with you, he's the eldest, and um, where is my mum? Yeah, she is obviously. Um, um, from Jamaica My family's Jamaican And um, One thing I've kind of Deeped is That obviously The upbringing From what she has Our upbringing Two completely different things Two completely different countries All of mm. that Do you get what I mean She's obviously Only parenting The way that she knows How to parent How she's probably seen Her parents parent You mm. get me Right That's a little domino Affecting You get me So it's a thing where My mum can only go By what she knows And obviously Maybe there's certain things That you know she might be able to get away with in Jamaica, which you can't get away with here and so forth, or might be acceptable here and there or whatever. Yeah. But you know what? It's a thing where a lot of these things actually have an impact on your child. And, you know, um, basically my brother blames my mum for a lot of things that's happened when we were younger. And it's what's actually mad is the fact that, like, I don't stay short. I mean, I'll be real with this. Like, you know, um, there was an argument that happened in my house the other day. And, um, yeah, my brother is not exactly the nicest towards my me and my younger brother. Um, and basically, he even admitted the other day, right, that he doesn't... The reason why he doesn't really treat us nicely is because of my mum. But what's actually funny, I mean, you know the situation, do you yeah. know what I mean? Right, I don't know if I told you that. <laughs> but, oh, I didn't. You never, Shay, you never, you never mentioned... Um... What you just mentioned about Swear down. about him um, saying it was like kind of blaming it on your mom. Swear down, oh. did I tell you? Oh, sorry, I forgot to catch up with you and that still. But yeah, like yeah, um, that's where it was. And can you imagine like like if you're like my friend, if you're my close friend, you'd know that certain things have been happening, isn't it? And um, <laughs> it's it's taken quite a while because this has been going on for a bit. Like literally, it's been going on for a bit. it's probably going on for like the last year. Like me and my brother's relationship have been a bit toxic. Um, mm. so. And the fact that he finally came out of that. And not to be funny, you would think that if there was a big problem, you would have at least come to us because what's actually very funny is the fact that I live literally in a bedroom on top of his and my um, younger brother lives next to him, in the Mm. room next to him, whatever. You'd think that if there was an issue or a problem, you would come to us and be like X, Y, and Z, but then you actually just internalise everything. And can you imagine hearing that for the first time? It's like, yo, you've... Already, like, put, yeah, like, you've put us through shit. Like, you get what I mean? When we could have, you could have had a had conversation, fam. And you know, it is, yeah. Obviously, I've known that he hasn't really been present in my life, in it. So it's mm. a thing where, technically, right, he is a stranger to me, and mm. it's, it's, it's unfortunate that I've had to say that, but that's literally that's the, the, the truth. Really you get yeah. me? So he's obviously treating us like strangers, and you know, he definitely feels like a stranger. You get me? So you know, and it's sad because, you know, I mean, I'm doing something with regards to mental health. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. And I really strongly um, feel that he's definitely got some form of issues that haven't been covered. And in fact, within the same argument, my mum was talking about situation when he was 10 years old and all these kind of stuff there. Oh, I'm like, yo, you clearly have not sorted out certain things that's that, that's that have that happened to you, fam. You get me? And it's trauma. And I'm not going to lie to you, like, realist is, these are the shit that happens within the household. Yeah. And you know what? Fuck it. Let's talk about it. You get me? 
right? Unfortunately, clearly, there were some things that were not um, cleared up. And I'm not going to lie to you, yeah? Like, my mum, I love my mum to bits, and me and my mum's relationship have only has only evolved for, like, maybe, like, the past two years. So imagine before that, within, like, my teenage years and everything like that, like, it was actually really quite toxic, actually, if, mm. if I must say. And... You know me, I'm a, my, mouth, my mouth can be a little bit fire, so I was a kind little. of a... <laughs> my mouth, like, I was a little... Do you know what, yeah? I wasn't even a, a horrible person, yeah? What is, I just didn't like the way how my mum used to speak to me. Do you get I'm coming from? So it's the thing, when she used to deal with me in a certain way, I would be like, no, I'm not going to... Listen, full of chat, I mean. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> literally, but like, that's literally what it was, but... You know, I had to defend myself, but then my mum, let's remember, she's obviously a big, like, Caribbean woman, right, who's not even from the UK. She's obviously been taught, right, children are supposed to be heard and not seen. Mm. So I'm coming from, right? Did I say that right? Seen or not heard. Seen that's not heard. it. Yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that sounds didn't sound right, you know. But you know I'm coming from. Yeah. So imagine me defending myself, and she sees that as back chatting, right? Yeah. And I used to get in trouble for that. Mm. So obviously, just think of it like that. Yeah, I could be upset over that because it's like you didn't tell, you didn't teach me how to defend myself. Yeah. But what I've understand is I've deep. She's a she's a human just like me and you. She was once our age. She's still figuring out shit. Unfortunately, she probably hasn't got certain life experiences that I've had mm. that has allowed me to understand. Maybe she wasn't taught to understand. Do you get where I'm coming mm. from? You know. And these are little things that people don't think about. They just look about the problem face on they're not deep into why this has happened or why that's happened do you get what I'm coming from mm. and this is why conversations with our families need to happen they're important because sometimes it reveals a lot of things and it kind of brings sense to situations that have always been blurry and unclear mm-hmm. for a long time um, and for me my tool my, my communication has always been a big tool for me in anything in yep. any sort of friendship relationship family anything like communication is key without it it's going to be so hard to be able to understand one another and understanding each other is probably one of the most important things as being a human being is being able to understand another human being mm-hmm. because we get lost so much in our personal opinions or in what we think is the right thing or, you know, or just, just not wanting other people to, just not being able to agree with someone else's opinion, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, um, yeah or yeah. just agree to disagree, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I think that's the thing as well, like, it's actually okay to agree to disagree. No one doesn't have to have the last say. Mm. Do you get where I'm coming from? And I feel like that's where the issue lies, you know? Yeah, because like I said, sorry to cut you off, but it's like, mm. like I said, in some families and sometimes it's a power thing, like... Yeah. You can't just agree to disagree. Like a, hier- like a hierarchy kind of, kind of yeah, thing as well, do you get what I mean? Like, and I feel like it kind of, when you feel that way, it kind of reinforces it when you go into society some, to, to an extent. Yeah. Where there's always going to be someone telling you what to do or someone that you have to kind of bow down to in a, yeah. to an extent. You know what I mean? And like I said, when you're in the household and those morals and values you you learn there kind of pushes you into your external environment, yeah. social environments. Yeah. Um, I feel you. And sometimes it could be detrimental. No, it's true. Towards people, one's mental health. No, exactly that. Do you know what? You see how I also kind of see family as well, you're right. All right. So just an example, just imagine if you had a corporate business, yeah, you've obviously employed all these cats of people, you've obviously, everyone's doing that own little function within the business and so forth, right? And then you've obviously got HR, HR will then deal with all the hisses and skizzes that are working behind whatever operation and the kind of stuff there. If there's an issue, HR is going to deal with it mm. and they're going to deal with it formally. You know, that's, what I'm, mm. that's what I'm saying, right? And 
not to be funny, but if you can go to work and deal with a formal matter, okay, at work, you can do the same thing in your home. Mm. You see where I'm coming from, mm. right? Because, you know, it's kind of like, it just only makes sense. Why can you do it outside the house, but you can't do it inside the house? Mm. You got coming from, right? Yes, maybe other people, like people in your house or maybe are not trained to, I don't know, they're probably not on the same level as you. Do you get where I'm coming from, okay? But at the same time, like... At the end of the day, it's communication. That's literally where yeah, everything lies. I really lies. like that analogy because it, it's, it makes sense. Yeah. It really does, it really does make Levels. sense. Like, if you, when you're home, you'd want to work on your home environment being yeah. a safe place or a place where you can express yourself freely and be you because I feel like environment and your your family and your environment are really important aspects as to how you are as a person. Yeah, you know what I mean? this is it. If you're not able to be at home and feel like you can freely express yourself or freely speak to a, f- a family member, whether it be a sibling or aunt or uncle, mm-hmm. a cousin, whatever, like for you to not feel comfortable enough to have that conversation, it leaves you on eggshells all the time. You're, you're never going to be yourself around your family. And that's probably one of the worst things to Ever. not be able to be yourself around your family. If you can't be yourself around your family, but you are around your friends. I mean, again, it depends because you have those uncomfortable situations where, like I said, the hierarchy and the way structure of how mm-hmm. things are, you can't, step away from what is deemed as right in the household. So if you do that and you start to start to have reliability, you rely more on your friends because you feel like they have a similar mindset or they support you more than Uh. you feel supported than your family, then cool, fair enough, individual differences. Yeah. Because again, some family members are toxic. Yeah. And they are not always for the betterment of your development. Exactly that. They're not sometimes. I'm going to touch on that subject as well when you was obviously talking about your friends and like their families and everything Mm. like that as well, you're right. So my mum, she went to Jamaica, went to live in Jamaica when I was 15, okay? Um, I had a choice to go with her, but I decided I wanted to stay here. I wasn't ready to go to Jamaica. Mm. Do you get what I mean? Last year, I'd be like 11. I ain't got time to be doing the GCSEs again, boy. (laughs) So imagine, like, at that age, I had to make a big decision for myself. I didn't know, I didn't realise how much of an impact it was going to make on me, but Mm. I'm so glad I'd done it. Um, So anyways, um, with my mum... I don't want to say she wasn't there. Of course, she definitely was there. Like, that's one thing I have to say as well. Although she had went away, like, she still made sure that I was okay because I'm a child mm. at the end of the day. You get where I'm coming from. So I was a lot closer with my friends and obviously their families. And, you know, um, I was able to learn a lot more things um, with other people's family than my family. And it's going to happen. It's going to happen mm. because def- everyone, everyone's different family environments. It's different. Yeah. So, like, I've got a friend called Vinette, right? And, yeah, she is literally probably, like, the most amazing people in my life. I swear to God, I love her so much. And I've always said, me meeting Vinette, um, her, her and her family have shown me love, right? Mm-hmm. I didn't, unfortunately, I didn't receive the type of love that I wanted to get from my mum at a young age. And I think it's maybe because of the whole fostering and that kind of stuff there. I had my own issues there, mm-hmm. and, like, you get what I mean? But, like, you know... I just had to accept it, simple as, and I had to come to terms with it, you know. I didn't get that love. So, obviously, because, you know, me being around, like, my friends' families, Vinat's family and whatnot, even my friend Andre and his family Mm. and so forth, like, I get why people are the way they are. Like, do you understand what I'm saying? You know, you know the saying? Come come home, like, and meet my family, you know, like, one for me kind of Mm. thing. I don't don't even know if that's a saying still, but (laughs) sounds good. But, you know what I'm saying? Like, I was able to learn a lot from her, even stopping to this day. Like, you know, I'm so close with her mum. I can, fam, I can even go to the house and have a big, big talk with her mum and she's just upstairs chilling. Do you yeah. get what I'm saying? Right? We've got that kind of relationship. Do you get what I mean? Like, 
obviously her mom obviously seen something that maybe my mom haven't seen. Do you get what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know? And that's why she is able to ask me. Even certain questions that you would love, like, if I me to ask you, like, how are you? How was your day? Like, mm-hmm. how was work? How was school? What did you learn today? All that kind of stuff. Like, unfortunately, my mom, do you know what it is? She never really kind of asked that. Mm-hmm. But do you know what it is? I learned that her main focus was just to make sure the family was where it was supposed to be yeah. at, if that makes sense, in terms of surviving. Because yeah. guess what? That's what she's always known. Mm. She tried to obviously feed it onto us. And, you know, we're trying to understand it. But because obviously our upbringing is so different to what she's like. have changed completely. It's so, been, yeah, it's everything changed. Everything. It's a completely different blueprint. Do you know what I'm saying? Right? So it's a thing where like, raw, like, yeah, we've had to learn from that really. Mm. You got coming from. So, you know, again, my mom was so busy focusing on obviously looking after, you know, children, make getting her money, making sure that everything is all right and everything like that. Um, but you know it is. Think of it like this, like maybe at that age, I, I actually took that for granted. Mm. You know, certain times when my mom couldn't really come to parents evening and so forth and everything like that, maybe she, cause she's tired. Do you get what I mean? Mm. And I didn't understand it. I was vexed. You get yeah, me? Right? Like, I was well, vexed. Like, Why isn't aren't you like coming that? with me for? Do you get what I mean? Why is obviously I respected my dad, yeah, but my, my dad is again is not really a serious person. I love him to death, but serious but like you know um i would have always wanted my mom to be there and what i find so funny yeah when i was in school my mom always believed what the teacher said and you know in school year right i was actually a i was a cool guy man like i was just that guy in it like i was just cool with everyone Mm. i had no qualms and i like that boom and like um you know i was a bit faced to teachers because i just didn't like being spoken to in a certain way so obviously as you can imagine Everyone was just like bare yeah. attitude, like you get yeah. me. No, that so, was literally same as me. Do you get what I'm saying, right? So what was so funny is that my mum would definitely believe what someone else is saying about her child rather than her child actually explaining themselves. Do you get what I mean? My mum didn't have time to explain. All she knew was cuss, 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 cuss. Maybe got a few beatings there and then. Yeah. Do you get what I mean? But that's what she knew. Yeah. Like, and I'm not gonna lie to you, when I was younger. I used to be pissed off about that. That's not showing your son love. Mm. You get me, right? There's no love there. Yeah. Oh you get God. me? Yeah, you're, you're even giving me PTSD. <laughs> I'm, sitting, I'm sitting there thinking, oh, my, yeah, my dad's giving me some... Trust um, listen, me. Like, Don't try what? beatings, boy. The thing ah! is, like, with him, it, was, it, it wasn't even more so about beatings because he knew his hands were made out of rocks. So him, <laughs> him smacking us is child abuse. Like, that's what it was. But he would give us the disciplines of, like, kneel down against the wall and hold your ears I'm going to be honest with you kneel down and put your hands up I'm going to be honest with you with the Ghanaian culture because I've got quite a lot of Ghanaian friends here I know when it comes to your punishment Charlie hey the punishment the punishment is to work on your core that's what it is because they'll they'll tell you to stand on one foot all of that, hold up, but, like, bow down to, like, bow down to me or whatever, and you just have to receive them beatings, boy. Yeah. You just have to receive that. I, I get it. But guess what? This is what they've learned. This is what, you know, maybe your parents know and everyone else's parents know of, that, of the Ghanaian community. That's what they've been brought up to do. Do you get what I mean? Mm. And you know what it is? Obviously, growing up, like, you know... As well, as a child, you're gonna think, oh shit, this is obviously what you know as well, isn't it? But when you're going into when you're growing up, you're gonna deep fam, like, was that actually right? No, yeah. no, no. Did did he actually d- tell me to do that? Or did mm. he do you know what I'm saying? Right, but you know what? I don't think here, right? Yes, of course. Some of us may have obviously had trauma from these things. And guess what? It's okay to feel how you're feeling, okay? Yeah. It really is okay to feel how you're feeling. It's just about how you deal with it. But okay? I'm not, I'm not gonna lie, in defense of my parents, like I, 
I understand everything. Like I understood, I understood the beatings and the disagreements. Yeah. Like, it makes sense. Yeah. No, like, I, I agree with I, it I couldn't well. imagine it. Over, I couldn't see it going any other way. I couldn't imagine it being. Oh, Miles, you've done that. You made a mess. Oh, you. D- oh, it's okay. Never. Okay. Who? My like, mum. Never. I, I, don't, I don't expect that to be the case, and I feel like sometimes, like the saying, if you don't hear, you will feel. Yeah. So oh my god. If you've been told certain times or certain instruction, you're not doing it. That's Boy, like, have you not heard what I said? Like, that oh, is literally but it. at the same time, at the same time, you're so, like I said, because now that I've got my niece and nephews around me quite often, I'm like, cool. And obviously, because I work in a school and I've had experience of working with kids and I see things completely different now mm-hmm. because I know how important the aspect of an adult being in a child's life is. Not even just, a, not even a parent, just an adult period. Like, mm. So, if you're, if a young child is now being able to get you to a point where you feel like you want to now smack the child or make the child feel less of themselves. That's you literally handing over your power to them. Yeah. You're giving the child power over your emotions. Yeah, yeah. Children don't emotionally understand. They're not emotionally intelligent and connected to themselves in that sense. Yeah. So they don't necessarily know how an action may be a consequence. They'll know there'll possibly be a a consequence, but they wouldn't be able to process the whole situation properly yeah no of course of course i totally get that and you know what yeah i mean at the age yes it wasn't nice getting beaten but trust me we fucking learned from it boy (laughs) we learned from it i feel like the site that we've grown up in now i feel like i don't know no trust me different listen as soon as listen i did it as well don't get me wrong i feel like this is obviously what was taught in schools as well do you get what i'm saying okay and i think i'll be honest with you especially within like the i feel maybe i might be wrong i feel definitely within the black culture and the black community okay this is exactly where that extends from and so forth do you know what i mean so you know now i'm pretty sure in schools they're being taught that obviously you know if you've been touched or like slapped mm. in a certain way, you need to report it. And you know, children chat, you know, let me tell listen, you this. Children will chat, children will chat, chat your business, like saying, like, listen. Oh, listen. Oh, no, I'm, they'll be there with their kids and the teacher will come listen. and be like, oh, oh, sir, look what mommy done to me. Yeah, all I of that. Like, all of that. And my mommy yeah. this and my mommy that and my daddy this, like, do you get what I mean? They chat. But do you know what? You need to remember, guys, yeah, they're doing it innocently, you know. They're so not even being bad man. They're so not innocent. being bad man. They're, so they're not being bad man at all. You need to remember, you was once a child, you know. Let's remember like... that. This is listen, I'm telling you this one. I already told you, Mars, this topic is going to be a mazza <laughs> for me, like. <laughs> it's going to be a mazza, like. Literally, at the end of the day, yeah, right. I think it's you can't always blame a child for everything, you know. You need no. to take you need to take accountability for your actions as well, right? So that time that you was chilling, like with your like I'm talking about maybe mother or father, like mm-hmm. you know, you're chilling with your people, them, you're chatting people in business, yeah. right? Chatting people in business. When your child is there, you think your child don't listen to it. Child yeah. listen. Children are intelligent and smart, you know. Let me tell you kids, this. Kids know too much, like they know too much for their own much. good. Like, bet- so I was even on the phone to um I was I think I was on the phone to Joe one time and he was he was about to he was about to come come down to my yard and like, grab me. We were gonna go somewhere, and then I put my phone down, walk around, and then I st- then I hear my niece like, "Oh, Uncle Miles, where are you going?" I'm thinking, "What do you mean?" <laughs> you ask me? Like every time I leave the house, obviously she's innocent, but she's mm-hmm. like, "Oh, where are you going? Oh, where are you going? Oh, where are you going?" And then this time it's like, "Oh, um, are you seeing Uncle Jeremy?" And it's like, "Oh, where are you guys going?" It's like she's so in her to know stuff. Yeah. And there's even times when she's around, and so for example, for my birthday, like. And she's so obsessed with Gabby. Like, she literally, if, if she sees her, she wants to breathe every air she has. Like, <laughs> and she's like, oh, okay, cool. So, have you got TikTok? And she's like, you know, it's just, she's just so, yeah, yes, yeah, like, so yeah. wanting to know so much stuff. She's like, oh, 
Is that a wig? I can see the holes in your hair. I was <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Just little <laughs> stuff like that. Like, Wait, kids are so innocent. They just yeah. trying to beat and stuff because yeah. they see adults doing stuff that they've probably heard of yeah. and they want to speak about it so they can seem like they know stuff to seem cool. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, that's yeah. just you being a child being innocent because you want to just be cool. Exactly that. You want to have conversation and, and speak to people exactly. about stuff like you know it all. And let's remember, children see us have conversations. Children will see their elders having conversations about certain things, especially once they don't learn you know, the language yeah. of what you're talking about. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? They don't know what, what going on as well. Even like my nephew, he's literally, what, two going on three. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be honest with you, I'm quite surprised with the amount that he knows already. Like, we're watching stuff, I'll put something on YouTube for him. And I was like, um, is that Zane? So what, what's that? He says, that's an elephant. And what's that? Oh, that's a tiger. I'm like, what colour? Um, that's blue tiger. If you can, oh, wow, like, the tiger was blue, but, <laughs> like, do you get what I mean? Like, you know, I'm actually really surprised. Like, children are sponges, but let's yeah. remember, they absorb everything. everything. Yeah. So hear what now, right? Don't blame your child, right, for everything that happens. Do you get what I mean? Because mm-hmm. just remember, that's yours, you know, yeah. right? Obviously, you could try and control your best as to, like, what the child is exposed to and so forth. Do you mm-hmm. get what I mean? But what I'm just saying is here, right? Um, number one, what I believe is we need to accept our parents for who and what they are, okay? They, But at the same time, they also need to take accountability for their actions, mm. okay? My mum, yeah, when I tell you this, my mum, I think I've said this before in another previous podcast, my, if my mum didn't remember it, it didn't happen, mm. right? And that's one thing, it's an irritating thing to believe, but that's exactly, unfortunately, how she is, do you get where I'm coming from, okay? And I've had to, especially now as an older, now that me and my mum has obviously squashed our beef, basically, and yeah. I'm able to speak to her a lot more, and, like, it's so funny, like, when I tell you the woman's stubborn, you see? <laughs> <laughs> she is stubborn, yo. Listen, it's all mad, but, like, that's just how she is. Mm. There's so much things that my mum has done to me, which I'm very upset about that she's done. However... I'm not going to sit here and bar all the time because guess what? There's so much more to life to worry about than something that happened, what, 15, 20 years ago mm. and all that kind of sitting there, you know, like that, whatever. Like, we just need to deep that our parents were once us, our parents were once our age, okay? Mm. Our parents are still learning up until this day, well, grand. Mm. Right, but when, then as well as that, I feel like some parents are very ignorant about learning, which is Again, which is true. And that's like goes my back to the whole hierarchy stuff of you. Can't yeah, because I'm older than you. This is what I'm you saying. I mean, and that's when at some stages it can become toxic when you're on the receiving end of not being heard. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, of course, um, of course. But at the same time, I feel like that's when, as a parent, is they need to make it their due diligence to be able to be educated by your child. Yeah, because you're gonna come ask your child for the money to pay their rent on you. So ask your child to help you with knowledge or that. You yeah. Ask, you, you ask a child yeah, exactly to help, to help t- how to send an email. Mm-hmm. So you would ask me if, if, you know, if something's changing the world or new information, like you'd have to kind of yeah. it, like want to know it as well. Yeah. Yeah. And no, I guess exactly that. in some regard, it kind of puts it as a role for us as the children to, to kind of remind them. Well because you know what I'm saying? We're yeah. the ones living in this generation, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like them, they're just on... The out receiving them yeah. because they what's happening now they don't even understand it they can't yeah exactly and let's remember this is not their well to, for some people who 
whose parents have come from another country. This is obviously not their original habitat, if that makes sense. Yeah. It's not their original environment. It's something that they've adapted to. And you know it is? They've probably been through so much mm. to adapt to it. Do you get what I'm saying? Ultimately, even so, for us. Even exactly like, that. For my April period, this is not even our habitat. Th- anyway. No, this is it. This is it. <laughs> anyway, me. to be honest. But, Trust me. Yeah. Because, yeah, my family needs some sun. You get yeah, me? I, I need But, <laughs> you know, like that. But you know what it is? Like, when you kind of see it as this, like this, guys, honestly, I'm pretty sure, like, maybe it's just me just saying it, but, like, I was so... Do you know what it is? Okay, let me, like, go back. I had a conversation with one of my good friends, Kamisha, okay? Kamisha, um, her mum's... Oh, well, her family is um, Jamaican, and her mum's literally very similar to my mum, okay? Mm. When I was speaking to my friend Kamisha about certain things that my mum's done and everything like that, she just made me understand that she is just the typical Caribbean woman hmm. that's just, just how she is you literally you can't change it and you know you could change it but you're not here to help everybody do you hmm. get what I mean right so it's a thing where I guess it's just a le- just having that level of understanding understand like once you kind of get your parents or understand your parents you need to, you can just then get why she does certain things that are why he does certain things like that do you get hmm. what I mean right yes some of them may not like some of them may probably might be very you know Hard to digest, which I understand. Mm. I'm pretty sure there's certain fa- sacrifices that our parents have had to have made, which has made an impact on us and so forth, which I understand. However, we can't always use that as a reason as to why we are the way we are today. Mm. Because I'm pretty sure there's a lot of people that's gone through trauma and they've literally used that tra- trauma <laughs> as, um, you know, an, an influence on to themselves if that makes mm. sense they want to do better than what they've gone through do you get what I mean mm. okay so you know we can it's always good to kind of moan and soap about exactly like you know why we are feeling like this like my brother do you get what I mean fam he's yeah. been holding that anger through from how long that's so not healthy and this is why it's so important to like you know sort out whatever we can with our families okay because it's going to mess with our mental health right mm. So, you know, this is why it's important to obviously just digest the shit that we've been digesting. If we can help to solve it, speak to your people, then speak to your family members. And if that's not working, just know that your your sanity is everything. If mm. you don't want to speak to them, that's fine. But just obviously just show the level of respect. Just, just show yeah. the respect. And that's the problem. And it's the issue here 100%. right here. I was, even to be fair, I was going to say, like, do you feel like, because to, to an extent, yeah, I feel like with families, yeah, like, I didn't ask to be here. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. as as when you grow up, you're like, I didn't ask to be here. So you, as my parent, I feel like till the day that I, one of us go, it is really your responsibility to some degree to look after me and make, make sure that we're good. Like, yeah. And I feel like for a lot of children or a lot of us young adults as well nowadays in this day and age, I feel like we may have a sense of, of burden and our family might be that for us to some degree because we now have to start providing for people as well. Like, there's, it's not every household is as smooth as it is, you know what I mean? Some people have it where they are the sole provider to the house, yeah. even though that they've got a parent or two stay yeah. in the same household, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and that will put a big mental strain on on one on an individual. And I feel yeah. like, to some degree, it's, it's kind of selfish in some ways, because I guess, it, I mean, depending on whatever the parent or guardian is going through at the time, but sometimes it's so selfish for some parents to push the kids to just be having to mature and do stuff so quickly because like I said I didn't ask you to bring me here you know yeah yeah no exactly listen prime example prime example so my parents they split up quite a number of years ago Uh, they split up whilst my mum was fostering so then obviously after that my mum still carried on fostering and adopting Mm. and she basically done it by 
herself. I mean, my two older brothers were old enough at the time to look after themselves. They had gone union and kind of thing there. Um, and then me, I was obviously the oldest in the house, so I literally had to take on a role as if to say that I was a dad, basically. Yeah. Like, man of the house, literally. That's literally what it was for me. So I was looking after, what, six other children, right? So literally, yeah, this is how it go. So go to school, come back from school. My mum was sat at the dinner for the children. Everyone's already at the table. So by the time I come home, I see to take off my clothes, um, shower, come downstairs, have dinner. And then my mum will be like, okay, well, that's my shift done. <laughs> that's literally what she used to say. My, that's my shift done. She'll go upstairs and that's her done for the evening. So then there's me having to make sure everyone eats. Everyone has to, um, you know, everyone's finished. Tie up after them, tied up the, the, the kitchen from tip to toe. Literally bathe my brothers and sisters and so forth. And if they needed bedtime story... No, in fact, I used to give them supper as well, right? Bathe them, give them a bedtime story. That was me done, right? So let's remember, right? I still need to have time to be doing homework, yeah? Let's remember that. And it's getting late and I need to go to school and I can't wake up in the mornings. Do you know where I'm coming yeah. from? So it's been where that happened so much. That was just something that I was just used to. That's just, that's what I knew. You get me, mm. right? And unfortunately, there was never a time when my mum was like, you know, what homework do you have today? Or what are you doing today? What do you have to do? Do you get what I mean? She was never like involved in any of that because not to be funny, her main focus was survival. Mm. That's literally what I main focus on. It's not because you're going to school. Yeah, exactly that. <laughs> Exactly that. Yeah. There's, and there's nothing to, more to it kind of thing, you know? And I remember I had a conversation with my mum one time. She's like, she just wanted to basically make sure that she's doing better than what she used to have. And you know what? When she used to have those conversations with me, it was nice. But I think what it was, especially with the kind of relationship I had with um, my mum at the time, I just mm. kind of just didn't want to listen to her. I know yeah. it sounded a bit rude, but I mean, that's what it was. Like, no, just yeah, imagine at, at someone... the time, when you're, not, when you're not ready to receive it, you see it as... Yeah, that's it. Just excuses. That's you it. Just, that's what you feel, yeah. feel it as. Like. That's like with my mum was saving. My mum my my would say, if it's saving, I'm telling you for a If it's saving, I'm telling you. If it's saving, right? But again, why am I taking advice from someone that I don't really necessarily like? <laughs> you get me? So I'm not going to listen to you, but listen, I wish I listened. But... <laughs> I always wish I listened. But you get where I'm coming from. So it's like, you know... But my mum has always had good intent. She just never knew yeah. how to show certain things. Oh, and another thing, sorry, I need to get this off my chest. I have to. <laughs> Listen, my mum doesn't know how to say sorry. Oh. <laughs> See, I think, and I feel like I think that's, that's one of the worst things ever. He does not know how to say sorry. Listen, when I tell you guys, yeah, and I'm pretty sure there's going to be a lot of people who can literally um, understand this, yeah. Like, I'll have arguments with my mom and everything like that. And she knows she's in the wrong. Wrong and strong, you know. Yeah, wrong yeah. and strong. But let's remember, I'm the child, right? I shouldn't be, um, like, you know, talking back. I shouldn't have to be... Do you know what I'm saying? Right? Listen, right? right? As I open my mouth, sh- boom. <laughs> yeah. Box there and there, literally. But, like, you know, when an argument would happen, obviously, I used to leave the argument pissed, mm. right? And when I come back, and you know what? I think mum... <laughs> you can be PTSD. <laughs> my mum, yeah, right? She knew what my weakness was. She knew what my weakness, my weakness was. She knew I love her food, right? Yeah. So how she would say sorry, she'd be like, oh, you want a couple of ribs? Right? Oh, you want this? Right? Come, come, call it the cook. Right? Come help me cook. Wouldn't kind of sit in there. She would rather do something with me. It would be a gesture. It would be a gesture. Do you know what I mean? Physically exactly. Like, yeah. But hear what, guys, okay? That used to piss me off, right? As you can hear. Because you're probably thinking, what? So you're going to give me all this food and we're not going to be able to talk about what Exactly. Thank you. This is it. it. But guys, let's deep. 
this is all she knew. That's what she knew. That's what she got brought up to learn yeah. about. Do you get what I'm saying? After and that dinner, I'll run to him saying, I hate yeah. you, I hate you. <laughs> What? There was bare listen. times where you, you'd be screaming listen. and muffling to the pillow. Listen. Screaming, saying, I hate you. Listen, <laughs> I'll, let me tell you the story, guys. Yeah, look, when I tell you, you're like, nah. when I'm saying all these stories, it's making me so laugh so hard, the fact that I used to get angry. But you know what? It's acceptable because guess what? It was a feeling that I felt at the time and yeah. I can get over it. So basically, it was this one time. I can't think it must have been about year eight or something like that. Me and my mom had an argument, right? And I was vexed. Listen, I'm pretty sure all of us has probably done this as well. Fam, I'm already, I want to read from home, you know? I ran away from home. It was oh so funny. God. I had my big black clout fucking um, rucksack here and I dashed bare clothes in it. And I was like, I'm getting off here. I'm getting off here. It was like a scene in a movie. I'll tell you from now. No. And you know me, I cry like, I'm dead. <laughs> and you got one, time, one little bit of you know, like coming down, coming yeah. Down, the veins, you're right? popping on your <laughs> hand, yeah. The whole lot. So the literally, my mom, I didn't think that my mom would see you run out yet. Yeah. This is the day before Christmas Eve. Right? <laughs> no, you so were playing fire. I came out of the, whole, I came out the door, yeah, and um. My god sister Bonnie, she saw me and she was laughing at what she was doing. She didn't take me seriously. She was just laughing, right? I think she told my mum actually that I was running out. But anyways, yeah. Um, must have got the door and I obviously slammed the door, but I didn't think, oh shit, I shouldn't have you slammed it. You were just pissed it. in it. Exactly. So I ran across the road here, right? And then she says, oh, Sierra, you're wrong where? And she says, what do you know about my love? Have a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. And <laughs> she, no. asked, she slammed the door. Listen, I got like two fifty, yeah, from Shetto to flipping Fortin Heath, yeah. I'm and so I went to my dead. godmother's house, and I was balling. <laughs> I was balling. I went to my godmother's house, yeah, and obviously I told her the situation, right? Obviously. Mum, godmother being my godmother, obviously, like that's my mum's yeah. whole deed. You get know what I mean? That is my mum's like sister. So she, my godmother's obviously gonna tell my mum that I'm at the house. You get know what I'm saying, right? And then obviously my godmother, um, obviously you know how to speak with me and talk with me and everything like that. And um, yeah, she says I was there for a few hours. Like she looked after me and everything like that. And she says, all right, feel me. I have to go back home, right? Just talk to your mother, right? <laughs> I'll talk to your mother, right? <laughs> So I went back home, right? And remember, my mom doesn't know how to say sorry, right? Remember that. Got back home now. She's like, yeah, all right. I said, okay. Put on your shoes. We are going. Where are we going? Right? And listen, guys, that day was a Thursday, you know? And you know what Thursday means, you know? Late night shopping. <laughs> the woman took me, right, to Croydon and she got me a full track suit and she I'm got me dead. some trainers, right? I'm so dead. I said to her, in my head, I think there's a brand that's my off. They're like, do you get what I mean? Like, <laughs> and, I, and you know as well, so she, she knew, I can't remember what the argument was, but she knew she, knew, she, she knew tested she was wrong, my like, yeah. I, I'm going to be very honest with you. Mum would say certain things that you'd think, what? The, only a devil would say that. Like, I'm going to be very honest with you. Like, I'm going to be very straight. Our parents, especially if you're like, you know, from a certain background and so forth and you've had a certain upbringing, like, you know, your parents would probably say something very much so out of text. And do you know what it is you as well? You the maddest thing, sorry to pause in there. Yeah. It's funny you say it because I've only ever heard my dad swear and the worst thing he's ever said is bullshit. Is it? Till this day. Swear that. Bullshit down. or shit are the only two things I've ever heard any of my parents ever. My, my, my mom's never, I've never heard my mom say in my life. I'm sorry, bro. I can't relate. It's, <laughs> it's so mad. Like, I, I can't relate. I, I, if my mom ever spoke to me, like, I feel like I would have screamed to that pillow. Yeah. I hear her 10 million times a long time ago. Yeah, no, I completely what? hear that. That's I so mad. Hear that. It's, it's crazy. My mama has said some definitely out of pocket shit. 
right? And I'm not gonna lie to you, if anyone's probably experienced the same kind of, I'm not even gonna bother say what she used to say in it, yeah, right? But I'm pretty sure for those who's obviously kind of had the same thing as me, you know exactly what mm-hmm. your parents have said to you. You know exactly what your siblings have said to you kind of thing. Do you get where I'm coming from, okay? So for my mom to do something like this, a whole, a whole shopping, a whole shopping, she took me out. Right. Looking in your head, you're thinking, yeah, I got some new gums. Yeah, <laughs> literally, yeah. listen, I was gassed. I was gassed, right? But you know what? Again, I've learned that's how my mom says sorry. That's mm. how she does. That's how she does, right? And imagine, can you imagine when me and my brother had, when like, everyone had the argument the other day, my brother was like, you're going to see her. She's just poison, you know, she's, she's this, this, she's that. And I'm like, bro, you are so hurt, you know. But don't mm. get me wrong. I did have a very negative outlook on my mom when I was younger, mm. okay. She just didn't get a chance. And can, let's just deep this as well, guys, yeah. She um obviously went to Jamaica when I was 15. And then she would come every year to see me. And I've obviously, I'd go to Jamaica as well. But she's obviously still got in her head that, oh, it's why I picked me. Right? Yeah. This boy, this like this, he's still my 16-year-old son or something like that. Mm. So when it came to she obviously missed out on like my um teenage years. No, so not teenage years, but like adult, early adult years, if that yeah, makes yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah, Do you get what I'm coming from? So like um well basically teenage years as well in a sense. No, no, pretty she much, was no, she was there, but you, you, yeah, like, the, much, the yeah. end of it. But like, you know, she missed out on knowing like seeing the growth of me. She yeah, missed out on yeah, that. She only exactly that. Like, and there wasn't all the time I used to speak to my mum as well. Do you get what I mean? You know? Um so you know, that was kind of where certain things kind of stemmed from as well. Because it's like, she wasn't used for me to being so independent or Mm. being so like, you know, about chatty or whatever, do you get what I mean? You know, but do you know what? Again, I can mope and bar about all of that. But guess what? I'm not going to even bother do so. Because guess what? I've deeped, I've deeped shit now. I've deeped her. I understand her, you know? And I think this is literally where, like, just imagine, forget all your feelings, right? Like, just imagine if you're going... If I have an argument with, with like your parents or whatever, um, like, you know, forget all your feelings, okay? Just try and obviously just have like an understanding as to why maybe your parents do or say what they do or say, right? If you just kind of just sit there, just ponder for a hot moment, just think like, raw, why are they the way they are, right? Again, just deep that raw, human beings go through different experiences in life and there's some, this is obviously how they deal with their shit, right? You either learn how to accept it or you just have to learn just to... Well, you just have to learn to digest. You have to. You've got no like choice. It gets to a point where they're also just they're they're used to and they're stuck to being on autopilot. Yeah. Like if anything comes in, because you clock it like parents have the matter structure. Yeah. There's yeah. That Monday to Friday or even Monday to Sunday, they know exactly what they're doing. Like they're not breaking that that structure, that mold. You know what I mean? Like yeah. They're sticking to that, and that can possibly filter down into them as as actual person beings and their personalities and in the way they deal with certain situations is that because of what they know. Is all they know. That's the only way they can react to certain situations. Yeah, this or, is it. Or install themselves in certain this situations because that's just how they've been programmed and structured yeah, to, exactly to do that. things. And trying to do anything outside of the box is seen as oh no, it's not. It's not. It's not. It's not, yeah. right. it's, it's not the way forward, so to say. Mm-hmm. It's like, for example, a religious like my mom being a being a Christian. Say me for me to go and say to her, oh like I I'm, I'm not really too into the Christianity stuff like I think I rather meditate. She will look at me and be like, "What are you doing?" Like, yeah, that's, that's yeah, not yeah, part yeah. Of, that's not part of what yeah, is exactly considered that. to be normal. You know what I mean? Like, and then that could obviously start to affect or you know from that alone, like that whole change of opinion and decision on what comes back to agreeing to disagree. Yeah, I feel like with my parents, we can get to that stage where we can get. To, she's not gonna sit there and tell me, "Oh, I'm your mom. I'm gonna tell you what's right." You're gonna go to church. Like, we don't have that sort of relationship. Yeah. You know uh-huh, what I mean? Uh-huh. If I'm gonna tell her how I feel about a certain situation, she's gonna let it slide, and we can. I can. We can come to a point where 
I will agree to disagree. She might continue, but I've agreed. Yeah. I will leave it there. Yeah, exactly. That. I mean, and guess what? There's not, it's not all the time you always need to feed into something. Yeah. It's not like day. I said, it's about your react, how you yeah, react to certain react. Value, but It's like, you can't always just go full throttle and tell them what you really want to say because sometimes it's not really worth it. Yeah. Sometimes you have to just really, really hold back. Yeah. Because you know, in that moment, you probably have more in in mind about it. But again, you're not, there's no point in going back and forth because it goes back to the whole hierarchy thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And even as a child, like, I even feel some type of way sometimes even trying to tell my mum something. In yeah. Way. I feel like, am I meant to tell her how to do stuff? Yeah. Because that's my mum, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. But at the same time, if I don't do that, there's no growth. Yeah, no, exactly that. Same way 100%. she'll point out to me, watch out for your friends because no people are good. Just yeah. Her out for, you know what I mean? I need yeah. to also do the same and be able to be like, cool, well, mum, this X, Y, Z is not done like that anymore. Yeah. This is how it should be done. Mm-hmm. Or do this differently and, you know, things will change kind of thing. Like, and I feel like, yeah, it's kind of an important basis of a relationship. It needs to be reciprocated and go both ways. Yeah, we no, can't 100%. just. Our parents have looked after us and built us up long enough yep. that we, we do owe them. So listen to this. This ties in nicely with what I wanted to basically mention, okay? Now, let me tell you this here. And I understand that there's obviously different types of families out here, yeah? Um, obviously, I believe, especially within our black community, okay, it's more the mothers that are obviously doing a lot of work. Okay, in terms of raising the children, right? And obviously, some of us are very fortunate that we have that our that our parents are still together, or you you know your parents might be just cohabitating, or unfortunately, you know you may not have any parents that are still alive. Okay, but basically, um, it's a thing where whoever is your whoever is was your sole provider, whoever was your like your guardian, whoever was obviously looked after you mm. when you was younger. Honestly, guys, right? I mean, sometimes I know it's kind of hard to kind of like suck up to certain things, right? But like, we really need to obviously, we really do owe it to the people that looked after us, okay? Mm. And, you know, that's literally where the whole respect comes from. Because not to be funny, just remember, yeah, where there, I'm pretty sure there'll be certain times, yeah, where you as a baby, you wouldn't even remember this, okay? But like, there'll be certain times where your parents probably might have been on their last penny. And that's just imagine, yeah, you probably need a nappy, Right mm. for you to obviously do your business in and everything like that. Just imagine, yeah, your parents still struggling trying to get these coins together to get these nappies and all that kind of thing there. Mm. For you, you know, for a whole you, right? And if you didn't have that, right? All like, what would you do? Do mm. you know what I'm saying? Right? You had to like they had to do it. There's certain yeah. sacrifices that people have had to make. You get Literally. me? Right? It's funny you say that. It's just to add on to that, I was speaking to my mom about a week or so ago. Um, just about her and what she like asked her like did you have a like a plan like of what you wanted to do when you was younger before like getting married and having kids and stuff she was like yeah like she she wanted to be an actress and she wanted to oh, she wanted to go on. and do like yes, creative mommy. stuff like she okay. wanted to be a creative person kind of thing and nice. it's mad because how I know her is like I I've never would have imagined that that would have done you know what I mean oh man and it's just mad because like you said there's a lot of things that our parents do sacrifice for us because yeah. Again, like, especially when this is not where they were born and raised. Like, yeah. I'm the first generation for my family, you know what I mean? So, yeah. it really does start with me because they give me this opportunity. So, yeah. I heard um, that. I feel like, again, it's, it's important to take into consideration what our parents have missed out for us. Yeah. Um, and in regards, we do owe it to them. But obviously, I don't feel like, to some, to some, to some degree, we have to be doing us. Yes, yes, yes. We have yes. to put ourselves first because... Yes, it gets to a point where our parents don't provide for us anymore. 
and some of us are not able to provide for our parents and for ourselves, so we have to put ourselves first. Which is true. You know what I mean, I, I agree with that. If you're not good, no one else is good. Really, yeah, truly, in yeah. theory, you can't keep providing for everyone else and not looking after yourself because yeah. there's that when you really when you look home, there's not much security there. No, is of there? course, of course, and you have to be secure within yourself. Yeah. So I feel <clears> like it does. It is important for us to be able to buff ourselves up to support the family, but also remember that as much as we're doing that, we are still the main focus. Yeah, no, well. of course. Like we were saying in the beginning as well, like you know. You are basically like, you need to be an individual. As long as you're obviously you are part of this um, big network, pretty yeah, much. this big network, this tribe or whatever. Do you get what I'm coming from, right? You know, you still need to look after yourself, and that everyone will be able to look after you. Look after you. Do you get mm. what I mean? You know. But um, <clears throat> what I was basically going to mention, yeah, like again, we obviously need to give credit for those who obviously looks after us, yeah. But I kind of really want to raise the topic of um mothers within like. Black mothers in the black community. Okay, mm. I really honestly feel right that they don't get the credit that's due for them. Do you know what I mean? Okay, I really feel like, especially with the the um the men that obviously certain people decide to kind of like come coerce with, with so yeah. yeah, procreate with. Like honestly, guys, like females go through a lot. And this is something that we really need to speak about because I really feel like they're not really getting their credit. Mm. Can you imagine? A whole nine months here, right? Your girlfriend or whoever mm. they are at the time with you, whatever, like, you know, your partner is carrying something that you basically put in them. The social members say, that's you as well, you know, right? They had to carry that. Mm. Just imagine if men had to carry that. Do you know what I mean? It would be a different thing, you know? Like, you know... They've gone all those. They've gone through all of that pain and all that kind of stuff. There, right? You, you know what's mad is, yeah, from the bit of research that I've been doing. So, like I said, I feel like a lot of our history as Black people stems from ancient Egypt. Yeah, and when you look back, you realize that the women, especially the Black women, play very important roles within within evolution. Or yeah, evolution, I can imagine. Um, in 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 Egypt, it was based on a matriarchal system so it was females and women that were in power and they were the ones who were in charge of shit they were running shit yeah. pretty much you know what I mean and the men were there to protect them mm-hmm. that was the main sole purpose of I feel like of the male being even existing is for the female the female is the one who procreates life and makes life the yeah. female is the one who has all these changes and works one with nature and does things that goes in their period and there's stuff that you can't be explained that happens in a female. Yeah, this is what what I'm saying. Exactly that. Even believe it or not, funny enough, there was even really a once upon a time where females didn't even need men to even have babies. They would be able to produce sperm in their bone marrow and and impregnate themselves. This is a fact. You know what I mean? And... It just it like it just it it goes to show the extent of how how important the female is. Yeah, exactly Um, that. And as well as that, the female within the family unit. And I feel like we all need to understand that when we are born as well, we all have a feminine and a masculine side of us, all, all of us, all, all human beings. And when, and when in some aspects, when you have the mother within the family and she's working or doing what she's doing and, and providing and being the queen that she is, I feel like there's only so much you can tap into when it comes to being a child. So say, for example, you're heavily influenced by your mum because it's been a single parent household or whatnot. There's a lot of things that you're inspired by that your mum probably does that as a child, you're thinking, oh, I want to be like my mum because she's so strong. She's doing this, she's doing that. But then you realise that you can't do it because 
say for example, like a child being a being a being a boy, you know, the boy can't replicate what his mum is doing and work as hard as she's doing because men and women are completely different things. Yeah, I get you. And I feel like in some aspects, when the dad is not around, that's when they start to become more introverted and become yeah, and starts to create what they call now toxic masculinity because they start to do things that. Because because they can't do what their mum kind of kind of done, they have to be even more sort of a, of a man now. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. They try and push past the feminine side because they can't tap into it and be as great as their mum has been, so yeah. to say. So they tap into the masculine energy and use that to the best of their ability to feed their ego. Yeah, and I feel like going back to what you're saying, like that is the importance of the female in the family, but also within the family dynamic of the man being there to provide and keep yeah. the stability together. Of course, but like of course. based on tradition and. And our our ancestors, that is how things were. Yeah. So, bringing that into this day and age, and seeing the the dysfunction happening around fathers not being really being there, or how much is so it's so popular for it to just be a, a single mother or, or like a baby mother, like it's such a popular term and it's become so normalized. Mm-hmm. Like, why is that a thing? It's mad because it's really it's, mad. It's a, it's a sign of dysfunction within the black community. This is it. Why can we not 100%. be able to love and respect each other to the point where our families are a unit? Yeah. And I get that there's a lot of times where there's disagreements and and things that happen that you have to just part ways. And that's understood. But mm-hmm. for the majority of the time, I feel like it's also the men's fault, to be fair. We treat yeah. our women like shit. Yeah, this is exactly it. We treat our women like shit. Men, them, honestly, like, we really need to just, like, think twice about how we obviously treat our queens. Because not to be funny, everyone wants to be a king, but what's a king without a queen? Do you get what I mean? Right? Literally. Do you, do you understand what I'm saying? Like, you know, like... It's, it is quite upsetting to see the amount of like broken relationships that you know, um, you know, females have like with their with their. Um, I don't, I don't like to using the word baby father or baby mama. Like, I hate that. I can't even lie to you. Yeah, I feel like it's just got so much stigma behind it. But like you know, obviously you know what I'm trying Single to say. Parent, it. It's just it's just. Yeah. I'm. Do you know? And do you know what it is as well? You're right. I think the whole co-parenting thing is good, but at the same time, still show that same energy and show that same respect. Because guess what? This woman, yeah, literally used all of our strength, right, to push out that child for you, you know? Let's remember that. Mm. And you're going to be dissing her, right? Don't get me wrong. Obviously, everyone's, you know, like, different. And everyone... So, that, um, like, unfortunately, there's certain, female, there's certain females that probably don't, um, you know, um, make it easy for other females because of maybe certain ways of how they are, okay? Mm. Right? Cool. But you know what? For the most of it... Like, literally, like, again, we just need to show um, respect. So can you imagine, yeah, all right, for example, like, so there's a um, woman that obviously gives birth to a child. Daddy's not there. Mom's doing all she can, right, to, um, you know, cut corners. Not cut corners, but, like, just to survive and everything. Like, yeah. Exactly that. And then you're growing up as a, as her son, right? And then, you know, you're disrespecting her, telling her to shut up this, shut up that, ain't, like, all that kind of stuff there. Can you imagine? Let's just deep, like, this person has been looking after you for how many years? And can you imagine... Someone who you've been looking after is telling you, right, or just giving you disrespect, fam. That is a matters. Do you get what yeah. I mean? That is a whole matters. And don't get me wrong, right? I put my hands up. Yes, I be, I was very disrespectful to my mum when I was younger, right? I didn't really like. Again, I didn't like the way she speak to me. So I thought, why am I going to be nice to someone that's not nice to me? As simple mm. as, right? So here we are again. Right, this is where you need to deep exactly where you where they come from. Do you get what I mean? Have conversations with your parents. Do you get what I'm saying? Right, I'm pretty sure if you're obviously out of, out of age, you'd want to know exactly what gone for them, what they've been through, all that kind of stuff. There, get to obviously mm-hmm. understand what they've gone through, and then understand exactly why certain things had to be the way they are. Right, you need to be asking questions. Right, you need to be asking questions honestly, because like you know, not to be funny, like 
this is even quite a sad topic to even um, mention as well. Okay, obviously, unfortunately, as a recent um, there was um, the YouTuber. I believe her name was it Nicole Thea. Yeah. Okay, like she was only twenty four, and you know she passed away with her unborn son. It's not exactly um sure exactly how she died, whether it was through birth or it was through a heart attack. I'm not hundred percent sure. Um, please don't quote me. But do you know what? That is just a prime example, right? Of you know um what women go through, you know, mm. and it's quite sad. That um, you know, like something like that is the only reason on why how people are obviously learning and deep in this now, because these things actually happen on a regular basis, especially for black women in pregnancy as well. Yeah, like within the healthcare, like a lot of black women are literally five times more like, more at risk of losing yeah. a child yeah. or dying throughout childbirth as opposed to a white counterpart. Like yeah. it's a crazy stat. And this is me adding in my two cents. But again, I, I do believe there is a plan to depopulate the world and it starts from making black women become infertile or, or not allowing the black family to grow. And people can tell me that I'm mad for at this point, but this is what my research is, show, is just showing me. Like, we need to understand that when our females are affected from the loss of a child at childbirth or then themselves dying, that is a loss in us as numbers. Yeah, 100%. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, and it affects, it would, it would affect a woman's mentality and her mindset and everything about her if she was to go through that situation and lose a child, mm-hmm. those things don't just disappear. And it's like, it doesn't, it's not like your body goes back to normal after that. Mm-hmm. Your body has complications as well. And then you're therefore not able to have a child again. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then I'm also in a stage now as well, where I'm just so pro-life. Like I, I don't really necessarily believe in abortion to some degree. I guess everyone's entitled to their own opinions mm-hmm. and free to make their own choices. Mm-hmm. Of course, you don't want to bring a child into a world where it's dysfunctional. And you no, know, you're, you're not, not ready, sense, ready for yeah. it. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. But however, don't rob that child from the from living experience that maybe maybe they, they can, that can be them making a change in your life. So yeah, one hundred percent. Be the trigger to make your life a bit better. Yeah, exactly or that. Your trigger to make a sense of okay, you know what? Let's just bring a family cohesion. Maybe this child is gonna create a good life for me. Or even mm-hmm. that child in the next twenty years, if they do come, that child might have an influence in the world and do something positive. You yeah, know what I mean, and I feel like again because I feel like they're trying to kill our people off we need to keep procreating as much as we can and having our kids and having our babies and yeah. being able to create our own little armies and civilians of ourselves because no one else is going to do it for this us we is, can't rely yeah. on these medicines and stuff and yeah. just try and look after because again it's not a black people it's not a black man's medicine it's not a black man's procedure you know what I mean yeah, these exactly. things are not like I said most institutions are really and truly not here for us mm-hmm. as a black person or as a female or a male you can go to hospital and complain about you your arm not feeling well or feeling a sharp pain in your chest and they'll just tell you, oh, it's nothing. Go it's have fine, some water, right. we'll do yeah. this, do that. Next thing you know, there's a complication and they, they never wasn't able to figure it yeah. out. And yeah. You know it's what I mean? too late in order that, based, yeah. Bearing in mind, a lot of the sciences and based on all the baseline things are based on a white person. It's not based on a black person's because we're complete different human beings. Yeah. Our bodies no, okay, literally yeah. consist of different bunches of DNAs. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We are mm-hmm. completely different. So again, just emphasizing the importance of our black women and yeah. us being able to be there for them and support yeah, them as much as possible. It's not just at times when it's popular or when it suits us. Yeah. Because um, again, we all come from one. Yeah. <laughs> we all exist from coming from a woman. Yeah. No, so, exactly that. This is how we made. You get me? How, how could you not want to be able to show more respect? Exactly. Towards show your respect. And show... I feel like even for myself, like I, I, I've had a lot of growing up to do. Like I haven't always been quite friendly towards females. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I will yeah. not lie. I get you. Um, I've got quite a sharp tongue and I quite I argue quite a lot sometimes, yeah. especially when I have alcohol in my system. So <laughs> I've tried to be more mindful of that now. Yeah. Because I feel like that's what's important is being mindful of when you've done something wrong or you've reacted in a certain way that isn't necessarily positive. Yeah. And being able to rectify that. 
No, of course. I, I totally, I totally understand that. And I thank and thank you for even touching up on that subject as well, okay? Even for um our women today, even for those that obviously are not pregnant, whatever, we just need to just show a bit more respect. Again, there's obviously females that don't, you know, um make it easy for other females because they may be a certain way and all that kind of stuff there and all that. But that's just like everything. Do you get what I mean? Right. Mm. Um but you know we need to obviously show respect where it's due, man. Honestly. We don't you know we what? shouldn't have to slander women. We shouldn't and whatnot. We shouldn't even have to slander each other. Play like that. We you get me? But you know what? I'm gonna play devil's advocate here, yeah. And I'll ask you, do you feel that are black women wholeheartedly love themselves? Um, no, I don't believe that. I definitely don't believe that. Um, and I guess this is where the respect of a man comes into place as well, because... Why, why, why would you say that? So wh- why I say that is because I feel that with um, women, okay, women are obviously... Um, they're obviously... You can be attracted to who you want, but obviously in terms mm. of procreation, obviously, you know, women will obviously kind of, like, want a man to obviously procreate... And, you know, have that, you know, family unit and so forth and everything like that. Do you get what I mean? Mm. Okay. So it's like, um, I thought that, obviously, okay, in terms of like females, obviously they'll empower each other. But then our black men, uh, I feel like they're not empowering our black women. Right. Mm. And I feel like little, just a little kind of like, um, how can I describe it? Oh gosh, what am I saying? Just a little kind of like attention from, you know, the black male for like for them could mean a lot. Do you get what I mean? You mm-hmm. know? So um there's certain things that you know women go through that may have that may be the reason for why they're probably not all um like secure within themselves. They mm-hmm. feel very insecure and they haven't got a lot of confidence and all that kind of stuff there. Do you get what I mean? I guess that's obviously that due to obviously other life issues, but at the same time, right? I feel like once you kind of make someone comfortable around um, you and everything like that. Once you kind of show respect to somebody, right, you might be able to change that person. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm. Right. I feel like patience is also a lot of things as well. A lot of like people don't have the patience for certain people, if that makes all of certain types of people. And I feel like if you're just patient enough to kind of understand them, then you know they probably you know will turn into the person that they're supposed to be. If that makes sense, do you get what I'm coming mm. from? Right. Yeah, I would. Well, like you kind of lost me a little bit because. Because I, I, I wanted to kind of fully understand that. Like, because remember, my question was that like, how do you, how do you feel like the black women? Do you feel? Do you think they don't respect themselves enough? Oh, sorry, <laughs> I went on a tangent. Sorry. Um, I feel that okay. I feel like as black. Sorry to to give you some a bit yeah. more um fire to the fuel for that mm-hmm. question. I only say that because from from my personal perspective, I feel like the black female they do respect themselves. However, I feel like when it comes to their physical appearance, um, I feel like there's always a, yes. a, a um, comparison between a black woman and a woman who, like 50 Cent, would like to quote it as a woman who is more exotic looking, so to say. So obviously we know that will consist of a female having European features and long straight hair and blue eyes or a slim body or whatever it is. And <clears throat> we already know most of the beauty industry is based off imitating a black woman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's Nine true. Times out of 10. That's you know true. what I mean? The whole are all the black woman features in regards to having having big bigger lips or having a bigger or a slimmer nose, whatever it's bigger nose, having a big ass, having a, having having physique, having body. Like these are all things that women are naturally gifted with, and a lot of the health and beauty industry is now trying to promote that. Mm-hmm. And again, I feel like if black women love themselves enough, this is quite 
what's the word? Deep? No, controversial to say. Okay, okay. But I feel like if they really did love themselves, I get each to their own, wear your makeup, wear your weave, but in order to own your identity and not be annoyed when another demographic is, is tapping into that, it's by owning your identity. Mm-hmm. Wear your plain face, wear your natural hair. Yeah. If you want your body to look a certain way, don't go and have surgery. Like it's white people that yeah. choose for us. Yeah. Go and work for it. You yeah. know what I mean? Because these are things that no other demographic can try and steal away from us because you mm-hmm. own it. Becky ain't going to be able to go and do kinky hair afro. Mm-hmm. She can't do that. Mm-hmm. That's what we need to start embracing yeah. our own natural features. Yeah. And, and making it, making it, make be, being comfortable in your own skin. Yeah. And I feel like that is one way our females can start to love themselves a bit more in order for certain situations and outcomes to be in better places because yeah. then there would be attracting things that are more for them. For them. You know what I mean? Yeah. I feel that, I feel that, so you basically touched on what I was basically trying to yeah. say. I feel like, um, I feel like some females do need that approval from men to kind of boost up their confidence kind of thing. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I really feel like that does happen. And it's annoying because nine times out of ten, most of our black men are trash men. This is what I'm saying. I niggas that are just not... Yeah, not no, 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 levels, like... levels. And this is what I'm saying. The respect needs to come from somewhere. Do you get what I mean? Like, women are not made to be, like, thrown around and like that. We need to respect them. They give us life. Deep that. They give us life. They make life. Yes, we're a part of it, right, as men. But guess what? They're the one that actually, you know... Mm. Pushes out the baby for goodness sake. Do you get what I mean? How can you not respect someone that makes life? Do you get what I mean? Right? And, and this is and where... That's why, sorry to cut off, that's why people keep saying women, God is a woman. Because, oh, do you know what I mean? It's, you just said that a woman gives life. and But we've all been told that God gives us life, right? So what does that mean? Okay, cool. You know I what I mean? Okay, cool. So that's, that is the level of where the female needs to be. And like I said, back in the, back in the days in Asian, Asian, Egypt, that is what a female was. She was literally cream of the crop she was the son mm-hmm. she was the one that that birthed everyone pretty much and gave everyone their sense of purpose and being because when we come from our mother's womb we feel like okay what is our sense and purpose of being here yeah you know what i mean mm-hmm. and i feel like it's just the way we've got here has been misconstrued so that when we do get here we don't know what to do yeah <laughs> you know what i mean mm-hmm. like we always know back in the day there's all just from the civil rights movements or the higher tubman when everyone collectively to some degree was there was black groups there was civilizations where we were moving forward somewhere and i feel like now we're just everywhere we're just in the in the midst of things in, yeah, in western worlds just doing what we're doing and i feel like we need to have that sense of i think we mentioned it briefly in our last episode of having things that are just for black people to some degree so because we can probably we need, get to know us, us a lot more. Yeah, we need to educate ourselves. Yeah, and we need again, to educate ourselves. And yeah. I feel like we, as as black men as well, we need to educate ourselves better on how to deal with our females. Yeah, one hundred percent. And even ourselves. If you see your boy doing some fuck shit, call him out for it. Yeah, don't, call let him him, don't let don't, him yeah, don't let it slide. Doing. Like yeah. And I, and I feel like that's the stuff that that us as men do a lot as well. We yeah, condone they just a lot gas of things. Condone yeah, a lot of bullshit that people everything. do. We don't yeah. call it out and we just act like it's banter. Yeah. We laugh about it. It's not at the expense of a of a woman of a black woman. So I feel like we need to take accountability for a lot of the shit we do and promote as well. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. A lot of the times, how much people do you know they always want to post a perfect looking female. She's always of a lighter skin tone, looking like she's white to an extent. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I'm not saying white people or European people are not attractive. I'm not saying that. I'm just speaking about the way that, that us as black people have to deal with certain stuff because yeah. of how society has put us. Yeah, no, you know for what real, I mean? for real. Exactly that. I think it's just so important just to just highlight that, man, literally, because, yo, again... These are, I feel like this is, I feel like this is, this conversation is kind of something that's just recently kind of taken off, especially with how 
we've kind of deeped how we need to look after each other as black people. I feel like, yes, respect to each other is important, but at the same time, we need to give respect for the people that help appropriate. Do you know what I mean? So mm. it just has to be done, man, 100. But yeah, I'm glad that we spoke about it because, yeah, that's been something that's been itching in my chest for a bit still. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Literally. From, right? But yeah, man, like, literally, just as you, as you guys know, everything that just comes from just respect and love. Do you know what I mean? Sorry, I also wanted to speak about this as well, yeah, right? Um, there's obviously some people that may not have parents, okay? Mm. May not be in contact with their biological parents, okay? Mm. Now, obviously, as you can imagine, like, I've had a lot of interactions with, you know, children from foster care. Do you know what I mean? Right? So even for me, as a young person, I had to adapt to new people coming into my family. Do you know what I'm coming from? Right? And, you know, um, yeah, there's reasons why children do end up in care, right? Mm. It's not always the parents' fault. Do you know where I'm coming from? It's not always parents' fault. Unfortunately, you know, that, that people go through, go down certain routes that are not, not even say not for them, but like they've gone down certain routes to the point where unfortunately they have lost their regular lives. Mm. And one of them is being a mother or being a father. Do you know where I'm coming from? Um, they've lost their children due to X, Y, and Z reasons, you know? So it's a thing where like, I know there's people that a lot of people that may have had quite a lot of um, trauma from you know um that particular background and so forth but you know it is i feel like again regardless if it's your biological mum or you know your foster mum or your adopted mum or your adopted parents foster parents and so forth again like which respect is just due to whoever looks after us either way Mm. some people are very privileged to still have contact with their biological parents although they didn't um grow up with them um growing up do you get what I mean so some people are very lucky with that there's actually um few of my foster brothers and sisters that are still in contact with their biological um parents where they can still visit and so forth mm. do you get what I mean and do you know what it is I don't want it to seem like you know because don't get me wrong like, and this is why I'm kind of happy that you know um, you know foster homes exist because you know not everyone has it together life yeah. just hits you in so much different ways fam right it's so mad to deep like it just teaches you in so much different ways you may not be able to be ready to look after your child and you know what fortunately there are people that can do that do you know where I'm coming from? And I understand, like, the system sometimes can be quite, you know, um, daunting to some people and so forth. But do you know what it is? This is real shit. Unfortunately, there are not some people, there are some people that can't handle um, the amount of children. They, they can't handle even one, two, three, or one. Do you know what I mean? And guess mm. what? That's fine. That is actually fine. It's okay to not have things together. You can sort things out in your own time. Do you get where I'm coming from? So long as you know that you want to progress, you want to help yourself. Do you get what I mean? Mm. My mum used to work alongside, you know, people's biological parents to help them. They'll come down to the house. They'll visit their child. They'll let them learn about their child. Do you get what I mean? Okay. And that's fine. It's all right. Okay. Like, you know, some people feel like, you know, coming from a foster home is like, you know, like Tracy Beacon and that kind of stuff there. And I kind of hate it when certain things are kind of portrayed in a certain way. Do you get where I'm coming from? But, um, you know, realist is like, you know, that things happen and we just need to just accept that we all come from different walks of life. We've been brought up differently. So I just want to say like for anyone who's obviously been in foster care and so forth, please know that you are definitely not to blame for why you are. Like why you were putting that care in the sense mm. you know I'm coming from, right? You're not the reason why at all. Some things, some pe- people just haven't, just hadn't got their souls together at that time. Um, a lot, a lot of people may not have experience with foster children, but and it, it's a real thing. Do you know mm. Do you know I'm coming from? You know, so you know, um, just know that you can obviously live past them from the life that you previously had. Do you know what I mean? Make like, but just respect, even respect your biological parents to even bring you into this world. 
Do you get what I'm saying? Because life is such an amazing thing. It just all depends on how you deal with it, y'all. You control your own life. Don't let no one else control your life for you. Do you know what I'm saying? Right? You can, like, I'm pretty sure there's, like, celebrities that have obviously come from, you know, certain um, backgrounds and look where they've come to. I mean, I'm not going to, I can't give you an example right now off the top of my head, but you, do you know what I'm coming yeah. from? You wouldn't even know. You see where I'm coming from? So, yeah, yeah, man, like, trust me. We just need to, we always need to make a positive we just have to, yeah, we just need to have a positive outcome on how we obviously deal with things, right? But I'm telling you this from now, guys, like, trust me, have all these positive and, like, wonderful traits about you, right? you definitely be able to help your family move on. Do you know what I mean, okay? Like, just imagine you, I don't, regardless of how big or small your family is, just imagine you, after hearing this podcast, you can obviously make a difference. You can bring your family together and ask all these questions. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Be, be, be real. Just obviously explain to them this is a very safe space where we can obviously discuss certain things and so forth. Do you get what I mean, right? Come together, like unify, unify, yeah. (laughs) Like, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Come together, like you know. Let's talk. Let's talk it out. Let's talk it out. Let's talk about the things that Mm -hmm. we've never discussed. Do you know what I mean? Especially if you're older as well. Do you know what I mean? Right. I'm pretty sure that your parents will respect you a lot more. Yes, unfortunately, you may not get the response that you need, but it's fine. Because guess what? You're st- if you're st- this is where you're still learning about your family. If your mum mm. is stubborn, let she be stubborn. She is mm. stubborn, but that's fine. And if there's certain traits that you can't take personally, it's fine. Just know that your sanity is everything. If you need to remove yourself from certain things and certain people, then do it. Because guess what? You are the most important person in this situation. But at the same time, okay, just know that your act, okay, could make such a difference to mm. your family even, to, you even your family. to add on to that as well like even if you don't have a good relationship with some family members and you feel like you know what they're just too toxic for you like you know it is okay yeah you know, it's like, so fine I promise like you have the, even the whole reconciliation of um, building bridges that are not necessarily feeding you I feel like it's not necessarily especially when it's family if it feels like it's kind of like it's, it's gone already like you don't need to rehash other things to try and get to a solution or resolution of yeah, the situation like it, it really is okay like because sometimes again sometimes it is more draining to deal with some family members than it is to have these conversations because sometimes you might not feel like this person's going to be honest or they might not say something that you want to hear or like vice versa and then it's just sometimes mis- the misunderstanding doesn't always have to be rectified it have to it's not always going to be clamorous sometimes yeah, it's going to be smoky exactly. and steamy and it's going to have it's to just stay away like and that's allowed yeah because but- i feel like again especially if it's not feeding your your mental health, your mindset in a positive mindset, in a positive in a positive manner, then you can't feed into it, you can't tap into it because it's not for you. Yeah, no, for real, hundred percent. Yeah, I just want to end on that. To be fair, no, I get you, man. Just one last thing, please. Right, let's just show respect to each other. Have respect for the people that you live with. Have respect for the people that you consider your family. Okay, learn to love. Okay, um, just. Just put respect on people their name. Like, do you get what I mean? Mm. Respect your mothers. Respect your fathers. Obviously, respect your fathers. I know I haven't really spoken about fathers a lot in this topic, but let's just, let's deep it. There's a lot of single parent families that stem from the mother being um, the main person. Mm. Respect your mother's people, right? If there's something that you don't understand, if there's something that you want to know as to why your parents are the way they are, talk to them, bring them to the table, sit them down, right? Create a safe, open space, okay? And just talk. Talking just brings everything to light, man. And mm. yeah, man, it's healthy, man. It just has to be done. You know that. Like just that. Loki, Loki. This this um episode, Loki felt like a little therapy session for you. Oh my gosh! I like. Listen. I literally sat, sat literally hearing your energy, feeling the energy. Sorry, listen. And just hearing everything that's coming out. I this is a therapy session for you, whether you like it or not. No, I, I'm I, gonna I, be very honest with you. It definitely feels is. like a therapy session. I've even learnt from you. 
Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? I'm not just here for no reason. I'm listening. And guys, can I just want to also want to say listening is definitely a skill, okay? It is a skill, right? Listen, right? Don't just take situations on like face on. Listen, deep and understand. Just the way how we done our English GCSEs, we have to listen to understand and point of its explanation when we're kind of sitting there, right? Listen. But, listen. But most importantly, listen listen to yourself as well. Listen, listen from to yourself, exactly well. that. Is you've what you're got, saying makes got, sense? Well, I've re- I think I've done a bit of research. You've got about three different parts of you in your body that response that is that is responsible for how you react and respond to certain things. So you know how there's always that saying that oh, I've got that gut feeling. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Your gut literally is uh, an organ that communicates with your heart and your brain. Yeah, because it's all connected. You get me? It's all, all connected. So when people say it makes oh, so much sense, feeling, like it's not just a saying that's because it's your gut feeling. Yeah. You literally have your a chakra that's in this yeah area, that's in this area here that mm-hmm. inhabits certain things and deals with your creative and emotional state sometimes and if mm-hmm. that will communicate stuff to your heart your heart feels it and then your heart will feel like okay let me communicate to the brain and see how to react to it whatnot mm-hmm. and this is just i'm i'm just saying this as a thing for you to listen to listen to within you know what I mean? yeah listen, you start yeah to feel exactly like that your gut is telling you something or you feel like your heart instincts. or your brain is telling you something and and this seems to be consistent or it's some sort of sign that's led you to be to get to that stage and just tap into it because mm-hmm. it's that most likely nine times out of ten destined for you. Mm-hmm. If it's a gut feeling or you feel it in your heart or it's heavy on your head, it's gonna be something that you need to feed into and tap into. That's the energy levels telling you, nigga, shit is happening. Yeah, <laughs> you know, no, wake of up. course, of course. So exactly that. Yeah. Listen to your body. Listen to your body is so important, okay? But no, our levels like I really enjoyed this session. I feel like I definitely had to get a lot from my chest, but I had to do it because I swear to God, I know for a fact, I can't be sitting there and saying, I'm the only person going through this. There's yeah. going to be people that's going through exactly what I've gone through. Do you get what I mean? And this is why I've wanted to condition people and understand, yeah, exactly. Like, fam, these things happen. I brought it to light. Let's work with it. Let's learn from it. How are we going to move on from it? Do you know what I mean? So this is why, yeah, I felt so passionate about this mm. one, okay? And I'll be honest with you, like, okay, cool. Um, I'm very happy with, because of the way how my mindset has been these, like, maybe past, like, two years, right? Because I feel like I've definitely develop, developed um, over this time. My relationship with my mom has absolutely amazing. It's phenomenal. I love her to pieces. I'll do anything for her, right? Um, I know a lot of people can't say that, but guess what? You can make a difference. Um, as for my brother... Do you know what? I know my sanity is the most important thing to me. And mm. just to literally make things easier. I would love to have a conversation with him, but do you know what? Some people are just made not to be understood, and that's fine. We agree to disagree. I may not be able to pro um I may not be able to um have a relationship with him the way I'd like. Cool, but guess it. what? Exactly that. But you know what? I will still respect him to a certain degree, although he does say certain things to, about me and to mm. me, whatever. But you know what? He gives me my space, I'll give him his, and that's the only respect I have for him. Do you get what I mean? And that's fine. But guess what? Right? I'm that's Gucci. It. Have your boundaries and keep it moving, keep it pushing. There's more to life. Gucci. So, guys, listen, make a difference if you can, okay? And yeah, just spread love and light, man. Yeah. I think this has actually been one of the longest episodes we've recorded. Yeah, it really has. <laughs> it it has really been. has. And trust me, right? Like, yeah, when you're definitely as passionate about something, you know, so you just can't even I said my was dry before, and listen. Yo, listen. Please. This is <laughs> looking at me like, yo, come drink. Come <laughs> listen. Real for real. You know? Oh my God, guys, listen, it's your boy Milo. <laughs> <laughs> my mouth is dry. Really, <laughs> I say no more, say It's your boy Fabs. There's a life, man. Peace out. And we out.